I'm Meg. I'm Drea. I'm Tina. And I'm Jess. And this is Pardon My Stash. Welcome to Pardon My Stash, a podcast about knitting and the fiber arts and how awesome it is. Before we get started today, let's talk a little bit about what we're working on, Drea. I am working on my first sweater. Yay! (laughs) I am working on the Adventurous Cardigan by Joji Locatelli. And I'm using Cloudborne Fibers DK Pima Cotton. It's got a really like smooth I was going to say, it's almost silky. Like, you know, it's not silk. Yeah, I don't want to say it's soft, like, but it's smooth. It's smooth. smooth. And it has a nice cable definition. Oh, yeah. Very nice nice cable definition. It's got a nice little shine to it, too. It really does. Yeah. Definitely, like, check out my Instagram because these progress photos are fire. And we're starting to put them up on the blog, too. Yeah. So if you guys are uh, interested in what we're working on and you don't want to hit every single one of our Instagrams, although they are fun, (laughs) um, you can go to the blog and and check out our posts of what we are working on. And that's www.partofmustache.com. Thank you, Drea, for that insightful... We have a jingle. Web domain. Yeah. <laughs> the jingle? <laughs> well, there was singing involved, so yeah. Okay. Uh, technically, that's all you need. <laughs> all right. We have a jingle now, ladies and gentlemen. We'll Dun-dun. forget it by next week and it'll change. But, you know. <laughs> that's true. I feel like it should change. The tune should change. Okay. Each time. I can work on that. <laughs> uh, Tina? I am working on the Sunbeam Pullover by Knititude, and I'm doing a test knit for her. And I am doing it in Lana Grossa Landlust Merino 180 in this. The color is a number, which sucks. I hate when they do that. You should just make up a color. It's, it's almost I'm like call a it really like light rose. A dusty pink. Yeah. It's a dusty pink. pink. It's a dusty pink. It really um, is, too. You know, sometimes if you enter in the color, like the color number, it comes up with a name when oh, you put Ravelry? it in. Oh, and Ravelry? Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, because Not Cascade the Heritage, the soccer that I'm using for the Celtic Myths show, yeah. is, that's just a number. But then when I put it into Google, it came up as moss yeah which oh, i like okay. a lot better okay so i just need to look up what it's kind of 202 fun. is it's yeah. like you so have, you if have anyone's a curious color name one of mine was dark galaxy Ooh, yeah that was for some shiny baroque thing that i had so yeah for mine the secret color is 202 if anyone feels like googling while they're studying <laughs> to this. it's 202 lana grossa landless merino 180 um and i'm actually liking it it's my first time working with this yarn and it doesn't split um, it's like almost like a braided type of yarn and I really like it. It's, it's airy and squishy. Yeah, it's very squishy and I'm yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It almost looks like a Chanel, like from far away. Mm, it doesn't, it feel, doesn't like feel like it, like but it, it. it looks like very yeah. soft and squishy. Yeah, it definitely doesn't from, feel like from it. From far away. But yeah, it's very soft and squishy. Jess? So right now I am um, working on the last four rows of the main body of the Celtic Myths shawl by, who is this? Aceta Krebs? Yep. So I'm hoping to finish that off by tonight so i'm ready to go on that border for feb other than that i am still working on the i am dragon three shawl by alexandra davidoff and i am also started if any of you follow my instagram a crochet project of little birds barbs 
Burps. Called Feathered Friends by Janine Holmes. They're doing like an amigurumi along right now. And I'm kind of, do- I'm never going to finish in time, but they're super cute. And it gives me something to do when I get like, my eyes start to bleed from the knits. I take out a hook. So those are, those are my projects at the moment. And I should also mention that if you are doing our knit along for the Celtic Myths Fingering Shawl, to remember to use the pardon my stash K-A-L hashtag so that we can see your projects. Yeah, we want to see. Yeah. Meg? Uh, well, I am also, or at this moment, I'm working on the, the Celtic Myths shawl. I am on I'm about 40 rows from finishing the stockinette. Yeah. Nice. So I'm getting there. Um, it's definitely my, like, pick up and, and knit when I don't have a lot of time and can just kind of go with it, mindless knit. Um, in my other time, when I have a little more space to concentrate, I'm still working my way through a walk through Aspen's by Kalura Hudson. It's coming out so nice. I'm really happy with it. It's my first major major cabling project and it looks super fancy thank you it's a lot of fun it's really um it's a good project and it's getting to the point now where for the most part like the the wrong side rows are pretty mindless nice. um the right side rows i still have to pay quite a bit of attention to same <laughs> but uh same yeah it's nice yeah. I'm, I'm really enjoying it oh and i'm knitting the uh celtic myths out of manostella Guayfino in the colorway Savile Row. It's like a cloudy blue color. And the walk through Aspens is out of Juniper Moon Farms Cumulus. Yeah. Which we've talked about a lot before. Oh, yeah. 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 Cumulus. <laughs> so, nice. good stuff, good, good stuff. stuff. And again, pictures will be on our blog. So for those of you who do follow our Instagram account, you may have seen um, over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking a lot about the possibility of selling yarn on our website. Um, It's something that we would really like to do. We got some great feedback from our followers on Instagram saying that that's something that they would be interested in. We talk a lot about different yarns on this this podcast, the ones that we love, the ones that we maybe don't love so much. We do have a couple of manufacturers that were on board with us uh, going through our website. The problem is we need to get the fundage for the startup a minimum buy-in yeah so that's not something that we are we're ready to do at this moment in time and um so over the weekend tina put up a poll on instagram and asked whether followers would be interested in supporting us through uh patreon we got a pretty decent uh response about that and yeah very positive which was really flattering honestly to Mm, to see that 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 many people were interested in in supporting us that way really flattering because we we do this for fun we've always done it for fun we enjoy um, podcasting for all of you. Um, but it was also really nice to know that you had, or so many people had the faith in us to come up with this bonus content through Patreon um, and try to hopefully get this off the ground. So over the weekend, uh, we worked together, we put together a Patreon, Tina got it live, and we've started getting subscribers, which again, super flattering. And thank you guys so much for your support. The fact that we got one, I was like, what? <laughs> And then we got two, and I was like, what? And then we got more, and I was like, oh my god. Yeah, it was <laughs> Now it was the fact that really as much exciting. as we like doing it, you guys like listening to us, that's amazing. <laughs> I think we speak for everybody when I say that how thankful we are that we are able to do this and have a community of folks um, listening to this and Wanting supporting to support us. us yeah. yeah. So just, just again to, to reiterate, the podcast itself will always be free. We will never charge for the weekly podcasts. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything on the Patreon is strictly bonus content. So if you, you know, if you, 
are enjoying the podcast as is, nothing about this is going to change. Um, for the people who do subscribe to the Patreon, what do we get? There, are, <laughs> I'm not going to go down a total list. You do have to go to the Patreon to uh, to see. It's just Patreon.com/slash Part of My Stash. Oh, how easy! But there are multiple tiers available, um, ranging from supporters, which is the lowest tier, all the way up to. We've got stitchers, stashers, and ballers. Ballers. <laughs> For the upper tiers. Um, and the way that pa- uh, Patreon works is as you go into the higher tiers, you get all of the perks of the lower tiers. You just get additional additional perks as you go up. Some of the bonus content that we have uh, available for our sponsors is uh, including but not limited to live video chats where we will be on Zoom. Um, we will send a link or post a link for people to join us on Zoom. Um, we have bonus video content uh we will be having free patterns um they will be our patterns we're, we're not getting them from other people yeah <laughs> um, um but we're designing our own patterns and giving them to which you. <laughs> will be exclusive to um to pardon my stash patreon supporters yeah. i don't know i are you planning on making yours also live like to to buy yeah if people if people want to buy it but it'll be free to it's the yeah patreon. it's free to the patreon that was what yeah. i was planning on doing too we're offering discounts on patterns that we already have published mm-hmm. um discounts on merchandise mm-hmm. and uh a lot more mm. Whole lot more. <laughs> do you want to see jess's cat <laughs> oh. He is a good bean. <laughs> he is Look. a good little bean. He is a photogenic cat. And get an exclusive there will look. be some exclusive pictures. <laughs> an exclusive look of Jess's cat being a cat. So being a cat. <laughs> we, we do not promise that all bonus content is fiber related, but it is all fun. Yeah. We, we must. I, I, I think it's weird, but <laughs> I, mean, I think that's what but makes if it you were, fun. If you were not interested in the weird, you wouldn't be here, right? That's no. very true. So. True fact. So there is that. We are very weird. I will say the majority of the content is is fiber related. It is. Most of it. Most of it is. Um, We also have a sponsor tier available for fiber based businesses. Um, That's, you know, not just restricted to yarn. It can also be notions. It can be project bags. It can be anything related to to the fiber arts to advertise during the podcast where you you pay the fee and you get a 30 second spot on the podcast um, every week. it's per month. Yes, and you'll have Drea read. Ooh, I get to do that? Especially Drea, because yeah. I feel like Drea, I'm gonna do a good job. Drea has a good voiceover <laughs> voice. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Pardon My Stash. <laughs> maybe I made that maybe I made that call prematurely. <laughs> I can tone it down. I can I can I can be normal. What's normal? What's, What's give, normal? give me a normal level. What's normal? <laughs> of excitement (laughs) to apply to these ads (laughs) well there goes all the sponsors (laughs) (laughs) so that's that's also a possibility if you are if you are a a vendor in the fiber arts and you want to um you want to sponsor us on a sponsorship level you can do that All right, now that we got the uh, Patreon out of the way, because I couldn't remember all of those facts, uh, the next segment, (laughs) to be fair, I had notes. (laughs) (laughs) Our next segment um, is going to be about a question um, asked by a uh, follower of ours, Wearable Knits. 
um, and it was a good question, so we want to address it, is how do we make patterns easier for us to read, it, I guess? It, and it's a good question because some patterns are you don't really need to do anything, but I have found that, yeah, there are some patterns that Ooh, yeah. you need to make a little bit of notes in there just to, to make it easier one way or another, whether it's just your own way you read stuff, you need to note it, or if it's, you know, some lost in translation stuff, which also happens. How do we, how do we go about this? So for this cardigan that I am working on, the Adventurous cardigan, it, it, it was a paid pattern on Ravelry. So I picked it purely based on aesthetics. You know, I really wanted to make this pattern based on how it looked, not by how the pattern read. And I have to say, the pattern is a little bit difficult to read, especially the cable charts. The cable chart was small on the page and it was difficult to distinguish where the stitches are and what you were doing with mm-hmm. the cables. So for me, when I have trouble finding my spot in a chart, what I'll do is I will actually go into like Photoshop or Adobe Acrobat and I will color code the chart. Yeah, when I posted a pic- my first picture of my progress on this cardigan, Wearable Knits had said that charts make her eyes swim. Yeah. And this chart is 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 one of those. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful pattern. I love making it. The cables are so much fun, but the the pattern is a little bit difficult to read. So yeah. So what I was gonna say was is sometimes I get a pattern that is really poorly laid out. I find that a lot with the free patterns, and I don't I don't blame them. Nope. <laughs> I don't blame them. It's a free pattern. Beggars can't be choosers. I get it. But sometimes it's it there's like a lot of large pictures taking up a lot of space and then there's these tiny directions in the right yeah and then it's mm-hmm. like trying and then there's like seven pages for something that could be on one page mm-hmm. so what i'll do is i'll take i'll take the pdf copy all the copy put it in a word doc put it all in order make it make sense and print that out <laughs> make it make sense. <laughs> Yeah. So that I can actually go in order because otherwise it's like I'm flipping all these pages for like absolutely no reason. But again, like I'm not, you know, it's not really a complaint. It's just something that I I will do if I find a free pattern like that. If it's paid and it's like that, I I complain. (laughs) (laughs) I will complain. (laughs) Because. Yeah, but that's just something that you can do to make it easier for you to to get through the pattern. Yeah. Especially if it's really pretty at the, the end goal. I'm like. <laughs> for like sweaters and stuff I mean this is my first sweater but <laughs> but for sweaters and stuff when you have different sizings I go through and I'll either circle or highlight the notes for my size yeah yeah that's especially for especially for um, size inclusive garments yeah um, that go from like XS to all the way up to like five or six or seven X um, there'll be a lot There'll be a lot in a row. Um, one thing that I've been kind of attached to since when I started doing color work, but and now I'm using it for cables, is a um, easel copy holder. It's awesome. Mm. I can send you a link so you can put it on the blog. But okay. um, it basically it looks like a small easel, um, and it or like a clipboard, mounted clipboard. Um, you can clip the pattern to it, and then it has a nifty ruler that is clear, so you can slide down to the row that you're on. 
Um, it is a godsend if you're doing color work. Um, also, if you're doing cables, because I don't know about you guys, basically any chart work, I get lost all the time on charts. I forget where I am. So having that thing is uh, is a godsend. And a ruler. Yeah. On that note, if you can't afford the the what you're talking about because i those are nice yeah. but if you if you want the macgyver i'm giving the macgyver option it really should be just talking about that but the well, uh, i got just, my own no worries uh, okay because i was gonna say just a ruler to hold your spot um really helps a lot too because you can hold it on the chart spot that you're on and kind of go from there i would often before had all these nifty things and row counters and all that row counters do help you with this um, but I would use a highlighter and highlight the rows that I finished and know that I had to work above that. And if it were something where you did a repeated row, I would have multiple colors of highlighters. Oh, nice. And I'd like start with the yellow and then go to a, a blue. And then, then I'd have to have another printout if I had to do more than one repeat. And this was back in the day. A ruler works better. You can also get like a piece of paper and some paper clips and just paper <laughs> clip it to either side of, so you can move that up so it's a yeah. a kind of really macgyvered version of the the easeled um awesome thing that, that meg got us because <laughs> it works so much better <laughs> but i do i i also like to use color coding like drea especially if i've got projects because uh, i and again i would do like beaded projects and they would have like the place be kind of thing just sort of in there at the same you know, font and everything is everything else. So I'd just highlight that. So I remember, oh, this is a bead row. I need to put a bead here. Like um, anything that I, I looked at reading the pattern and thought this is something that I'm going to forget to do. I'd get a color of highlighter that I knew, okay, yep, that this is a stitch that I have to remember. In some cases, because I do find I work with written patterns better than um, charts, I will actually, even if it's not for the whole thing, if it's just on the more complicated parts, I will write out my own written part of that chart and just follow that. That makes it easier for me. Sometimes I might do it with this Celtic edge because their symbols are odd. Uh, that they're using for the for the cable part. And a lot of people use different symbols. These ones are, are a little bit weird. And so I may put notes on that one just so I remember, you know, which one is a cable forward to cable back because I know I'm going to mess it up looking at the way the chart is written. They're, they're very similar to each other. So so that's something you, you kind of want to do if it's something you'll find an easier time with like a written one. Just write it down and, and write the row number and then go off of your written chart. So Another thing that I wanted to bring up was the um if you don't have these you should have these is it's basically a neck light and you can get these little lights that wrap around your neck and then point directly at the pattern so no matter where you're at if you're absolutely blind and cannot <laughs> see <laughs> it'll 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 shine a very bright led light <laughs> at your pattern and you can absolutely see it better um i find that a lot easier when you know my husband's watching tv and he doesn't want the overhead light on and i'm still trying to knit compromise get the neck light and just you know do it that way but but yeah so that kind of helps out a lot too and then another thing we didn't mention which i think is really important too is um when you get a pattern 
You should read through the yeah. entire pattern first. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know that seems like a common sense thing. But it's not. But it's, but not. It's, not. it's not. A lot of people don't. A lot of people just dive in and they open up the pattern. They're like, okay, it's cast on. Let's go. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Read the entire pattern. <laughs> Why? I'm, I'm Why? not going to lie. Sometimes I don't. Um, yeah. Like if it's a hat or like mitts or something and it's... And it's generally stitches that I know that I've done before. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't always read the whole pattern. But when I got this sweater pattern, the first thing that I did was I read through it four times. Yeah. I legitimately read through it four complete times because I wanted to get an idea of what construction looked like. There's nothing better than when you get three quarters of the way through the pattern and they're like, and here's step 70. Something you've never done before. <laughs> yeah. And you are just like, wait, what? Yeah. What Excuse is that symbol? What is that? Here's word? here's this item that you need to use that I did not mention in the beginning of the materials <laughs> that suddenly you need. <laughs> oh wait. Or they're gonna guys beaded projects. Make sure you're not spo- whether you're supposed to thread the beads beforehand or <laughs> because if you're supposed to thread them beforehand, there's no easy way to do that if you're halfway through the project. So I'm, I'm not trying to call you out, but with your dragon shawl. <laughs> oh so she God. sits there, she rolls the yarn. She rolls her first color of yarn. She threads the beads on, looks at the pattern and goes, oh, it's bottom down, a uh, bottom up, not top down. I misread the, the so where the A, B and C was on the yarn. She had to roll a different skein of yarn. And be that skate of yarn and start all over again. But I hadn't started Ooh. the project yet. She hadn't did, started it. It was just really I funny because she's just check. all of a sudden like, how oh. tedious was that to thread all those beads? Okay, so I, got, <laughs> I actually, we were at Joanne Fabrics and it's really cheap and I'm not quite good at it yet. But I got like one of those spinny things that you put beads in and then you stick a needle in there and it just beads itself. And I don't even know what that means. A spinny <laughs> a, thing. It's a beater. It's a it's a spinny bowl. <laughs> a spinny bowl. You know what? It's probably good if we just leave it there. You know what? It's a surprise for everybody. But, but we'll I, take a picture of it and we'll put it in yeah. the blog. But I'm still working on Lots it because I'm, I'm not that. quite. Uh, I haven't quite gotten the full hang of it yet. And sometimes when I go to put the needle in there, beads just go everywhere, and they're all over the downstairs right now. Why am I just hearing about this for the first time? I would have loved to be there for that. <laughs> it's like a party in our rec room every time I got she most does it. Of them, and we vacuumed. <laughs> Can, yep. Can, can I be there next time you use it? Because <laughs> I, I want to see this. This still looks like it's fun. It's kind of fun. She's actually much better at it than I've, she's I've saying. Gotten, I've, it's I've way better. It's better. way better. But I want to see the beads there's, fly. There's a learning curve, and the the needle is very thin. So if you don't hold it right, it just sort of like goes. So the moral Excellent. of the story is: read the pattern before <laughs> the pattern. you start. <laughs> um, at least double check it that last second before you fully yes. cast on. Yes. Yeah. I have one that sounds super rudimentary and it, it probably almost seems dumb. Um, but a lot of, especially like ex- accessory patterns come in different weights of yarn. Um, I've received a couple of patterns in the last few months that have, it's like six different patterns in one pattern. And, you know, ranging from say like all the way from fingering to bulky. Oh, it's the same pattern, but it's, it's the written same for pattern, different weights. But it's written for different oh. weights. And cough, cough, CW. <laughs> no but i mean see yours was all in pretty much one one to two pages these Mm -hmm. are like 
10 page patterns oh no no with no. different weights no, no. which is fantastic because you have the you have the option mm. um but the other thing too is and i learned this the hard way make sure that you pull out the page that you are using <laughs> rather than keeping the whole pattern t- again i know you're laughing no, it sounds rudimentary no, that's fair because <laughs> but it's not you want to make sure that you know if you have worsted weight yarn you're not accidentally knitting like the bulky weight pattern yeah um so it's obviously you don't want to separate everything completely but in order to make sure that you're staying on task and knitting the correct pattern it's it's sometimes easier on yourself to pull out that one page keep the rest of them set aside in a page protector or however you're going to use it and just knit from that one page brought to you brought to you by my mistakes (laughs) (laughs) brought to you by that time i had to knit a child's hat because that's a (laughs) t-shirt brought to you by my mistakes and that is a t-shirt i feel like we should have that i'll start designing the graphics with with part of my stash like the logo start designing the graphic dry (laughs) on it (laughs) our in-house graphic designer Well, that's all the time for we have today. Thanks for coming to our podcast. Feel free to join us on our Patreon or pardonmystash.com for more content. And be sure to join us next time for more tips, tricks, and wits on Pardon My Stash.